Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. Are we on the brink of a flash recession like some analysts think? What about the possibility of tax increases? And even without risks like these, more than a quarter of Americans underestimate their life expectancy, so they're coming up short when it comes to how long their retirement savings will need to last. These are just a few of the reasons why we will spend some time today talking about how you can create an income strategy for your retirement. We have a great show lined up today. Thanks for joining us on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Jen Rizak here alongside Pat. He is, of course, the founder of Preservation Specialists. And Pat, I want to get into this here in just a moment, but first let me welcome you back. I hope you're doing great this week. I am. I'm doing really well, Jen. Thanks very much. Well, very good. And I'm excited to hear from you about what you think we could be looking at here. There are economists from the Bank of America. They're saying we are potentially headed toward a flash recession later this fall, which sounds big and scary. Now, <laughs> now there are other analysts who are a little bit more optimistic, but they still think there's a strong possibility for a lot of volatility to churn up the markets. So from your perspective, think about that term, flash recession. What the heck? What, what could that look like? Now, Jen, are you implying that the media might like the idea of reporting on something that's big and scary? Mm, sounds big, sounds scary, <laughs> trying to scare us. Yeah. That's what I'm implying, yes. Yes, yes. That's what they love to do, don't they? It's like, let's take a term like recession, which is already not good, and let's find a way to make it sound even worse and scary. Flash. So, yeah. Recession, right. <laughs> like, you're going to wake up in the middle of the night and... There's no more power and, oh you know, everyone's bar bartering on the streets or something. Right. So it's an interesting term, certainly. I think what I would, as I've reviewed this, when I think of these analysts and these economists, I think what they're getting at is what we all probably understand, which is, you know, no one's quite sure where things are going to go right now. And we have so many things that are dangerous, I would say. Most experts believe the stock market is highly overinflated. Uh, most experts believe the federal government is artificially keeping interest rates at historically low levels. Uh, most experts believe that we have a kind of scary situation with inflation right now that we haven't seen in a long time. And most experts agree that government spending is pretty insane right now. So what happens with all that? Well, those are all unprecedented things. And when you put them all together and you put them in the recovery of a global pandemic, the only answer anyone can give is no one has any idea what's yeah, going to happen. Right. And so I, the one thing I, I like about their points are by using the term flash, I think is actually fairly smart in the sense that something could happen very quickly and it's just hard to know what that's going to be. So, you know, just like in the Bible, it says like be on guard and stand watch uh, because we don't know when things are going to come. And I, I think that's certainly reasonable to think about with our economy right now. Right. And can I just point out the other thing that happened here when I was getting all churned up myself asking you about a flash recession Please. and just the fact that just from your tone and your response is a good cue that, okay, how about I just settle down a little bit, <laughs> right? I see what you did there. Uh. You, you toned it down, so I would calm down, and that's what we need that's what we need to do. So let's all calm down a little bit. Yes, Jen, let's do that. <laughs> and let's learn about what we need to do to protect from the downside risk. Because here's where the other thing, Pat, we need to stop panicking and learn that we can be proactive here as well, right? Yes, absolutely. And, it, you know, the thing is, it's probably really boring to just say all we have to do is plan better and plan better. <laughs> but that, but that's really, you know, you think of like when uh, COVID hit, the stock market crashed about 30% in 30 days, which yeah. is historic. 
And of course, we probably had some clients that were worried or nervous, but we had very few people that were calling us worried about their money because we had a plan. And they knew that if they had some money that was down, they knew that they didn't need that money right now. That There was no reason to be worried or stressed about that. And that's part of the whole point of having the plan. So if we have a plan, we don't have to panic with these, you know, some type of flash response that's happening. So that's, that's the first thing I would say. Now, I do want to address this idea of how do we protect ourselves from downside risk. There's been some interesting um, studies that I've seen recently, Jen. Um, one study talked about in 2019, long-term rate of return expectations by financial advisors was about 5% a year. And with investors, it was about 10% a year, which is a pretty big difference, right? Uh, well, recently they updated this and advisors have increased their expectation to 6%. Investors return expectation is 17% per year, which is historically of course, impossible. Now, let me add to that. I've seen a number of market watch people that are looking at five and 10 year assumptions. And they're saying because of how high the market is right now, over the next 10 years, we should only be expecting about two or 3% per year returns in the stock market. Whoa. Well, now if the market averages two or 3%, do you think it's going to just earn that every year like a savings account? No. Obviously not, right? right? It's gonna. It might earn twenty percent one year, and it might lose thirty percent the next year. Yeah. It's gonna be all over the place. So that tells me that there is a tremendous opportunity for a pretty significant downturn in the market. So the first thing we need to do is we need to take stock of where we stand right now. Um, look at your nest egg. Uh, what is it invested in? How much of it is in the types of things like stock market investments that can drop significantly? And some of our listeners might be interested in doing that themselves, some might not be. Um, some might want some help from a professional who looks at these things all the time. And that's one of the reasons we always offer our five-step retirement review, which includes a portfolio review and a review of how much risk you are taking at absolutely no cost and no obligation. To take advantage, all you have to do is call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. This is available for listeners of the show today. Once again, to get started and to do your downside risk review, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rezac alongside. Of course, aside from market risk, there's another big factor that we have to talk about as well. We know that President Biden has proposed several tax increases to pay for his spending plans, and these are some substantial spending plans that we're talking about here. <laughs> it's a big price tag. So let's talk about being proactive there when it comes to a tax-efficient strategy because we get all caught up in our losses in the markets, but gosh, there's some potential big losses with taxes. Yes, and the, the cool thing about tax planning, Jen, is a, a dollar saved in taxes because of planning you keep forever. Whereas if you make an extra dollar in your investments, you can still lose that yeah. in another day. And so you the tax... don't hear cool things about tax planning very often. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not the exciting idea. Everyone right. loves to talk about the market and you know Bitcoin or whatever and all those kinds of things. Sure. So yeah, so you brought up the current administration. They want to spend a lot of money, trillions and trillions of dollars. That has to come from somewhere. They are proposing to start increasing taxes. But let's be clear, if they're adding trillions of dollars of spending, there is no way that that can be funded just by increasing taxes on people who make $400,000 a year or more. Mm -hmm. That would just be the start. So uh, when we're working with our clients, we are talking about these things. And, and a lot of our clients agree with us. This is a huge risk. And the last thing we want to do is have you save all of your money for retirement in a tax-deferred account like an IRA or 401k and assume you're going to be taking that out at somewhere around 15 or 20 percent taxes when all of a sudden you're retired and all of this government spending has driven those tax rates up to 25 or 30 or 40 percent. Imagine the difference that makes in your retirement. It's staggering, really. So we really want to be tax efficient. We want to be proactive. And it always starts with one stop. We want to look at anything you have saved for retirement. It can be in three different, we call them tax buckets. There's a taxable bucket, which is money that you have sitting around like in the bank, like a brokerage account, anything you get like a 1099 on each year, that would be taxable. There's tax deferred, like 401k and traditional IRAs. 
which is all deferred now and taxed in retirement, and then there's tax-free. So that'd be something like a Roth IRA. And what we just need to do is we need to see how much of your nest egg is in each of those three buckets. And now the perfect amount in each bucket, of course, is going to depend on a lot of different things for each individual family. Um, but we want to try and make sure you've got something in that tax-free uh, especially if you're concerned about tax rates going up in the future, which we are because this administration wants to spend a lot and we think that's going to require more taxes in the future. Um, and we want to make sure you don't have too much in that tax deferred for the exact same reason. And that's where uh, we're spending a lot of time with our clients right now, Jen, helping them take uh, evaluate what they have right now and then look into the future and try and help them make sure they're in the right place so that we can save as much as we can and stay in lower tax brackets. And here's the other thing that we want to think about, Pat, because we've talked about market risk. We've talked about this risk of taxes. When we have strategies and we're thinking about the decisions we're making to protect against these things, we don't want to be counteractive here. We don't want to be making a decision in one area that actually is harmful in the other. How do we make sure our investment strategy and the strategies we're using to mitigate taxes are working together? This is something we're passionate about, Jen, so I'm glad you asked. You know, we talk about a generation or two ago, this was a complete non-issue. You know, you retired on Social Security and maybe a company pension. You got your gold watch, and then you relaxed in your rocking chair, and that was, it was nice and easy. Well, guess what? Most of us, that's not life, right? right. Uh, mo most of us have to have some type of nest egg, so now we're the ones creating the pension for ourselves, uh, but we have the opportunity to decide how that's going to be taxed in the future. So this is why we are so passionate that unless you're planning on retiring just just on Social Security or just on Social Security and your pension, there are three areas that are absolutely critical that work together. Your investment strategy, your income strategy, how you're going to generate income off of your investments, and then your tax strategy. Because, of course, it's not just how much income you can create, but it's how much of it you actually get to keep and you don't have to give to Uncle Sam. So all of those things, it's so tremendously powerful to plan for all of them together. And that's why uh, there's we always say there's nothing wrong with having someone who's just an investment advisor, who just advises you on investments. But that's why we like comprehensive planning, because we believe there's tremendous value in doing that. And once again, that's why we offer what we call our five-step retirement review, which includes those three areas. We offer it to our listeners at no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to get started and take the first step is call 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. For your portfolio downside risk analysis, call preservation specialists now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-973-8473. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and you and I are probably different, right? I mean, if you listen to my show, I'm pretty sure we share some of the same values, but at the end of the day, we're all unique. Does your financial advisor know that? Do you have a customized retirement plan built with your hopes and your dreams in mind, or is it just a cookie cutter, you know, one right off the shelf? Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialist have been designing personalized retirement plans for more than 20 years, and they want to do the same for you. Pat is local, independent. He's an advisor whose sole focus is helping you achieve your retirement dreams. Call Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists. Start creating a retirement plan made just for you. Call 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. You want the insert-your-name-here plan or the one that's built around your unique wants and needs. Easy choice. Call 803-9-RETIRE. From Office Insurance Services, Glenbeck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. Call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Jen Rizak here alongside Pat. We're going to be talking about getting your financial checkup. We've been so focused on our physical health lately, but we think it's important also to talk about our financial health looking forward and moving forward. So we're going to have a good discussion about that today. And Pat, one of the things that I want to talk about, of course, with all of the stuff with this pandemic, physical health is a big deal. We've talked about that before on the show. We've talked about ways you can protect yourself and stay healthy. But as we talk about being financially healthy, 
Do you see anything there as far as a connection between taking care of your physical health and also your financial health? Well, I definitely do, Jen. I think, you know, if you have financial problems or physical problems, either one can cause a tremendous amount of stress on us. And I think probably most people would agree those are some of the biggest stressors we could have in life. Um, So to me, having physical health and financial health are two of the greatest blessings we can have. And ultimately, those are going to be foundational things we want to strive for if we want to really enjoy life. And of course, you know, we focus on retirement planning. So we want you to have the best physical health possible and the best financial health possible so you can enjoy that retirement once you finally get there. So talk a little bit about how often we should be getting that financial checkup just to make sure that things are on the right track and that we are staying financially healthy, as you were talking about. Yeah, I think this one depends so much on uh, an individual's circumstances, and it depends on where you're at in life. You know, if things are going typically um, the way things, you know, are normally going in life, you know, maybe an annual checkup uh, works okay. Maybe you have a more complicated circumstance, so maybe you need more than that. The one big thing we always say is when you have major life changes. Um, So if you're retiring, uh, if you have a death in the family or uh, a child is born, if you have a divorce or a marriage, you know, any of these major life changes, that's a huge time to, you know, kind of reevaluate where you are financially as well. If we are looking for some help to reevaluate ourselves financially, as you said, what kind of qualities should we be looking for when we're trying to find that right fit? I mean, you think about all the different types of doctors that are out there, Pat, you kind of know who to go see based on what your needs are physically. What do we look for with the financial professional? Well, that's a perfect, just a phenomenal analogy, Jen, because to me, the challenge is in the medical field you know, typically they have terms for those specialists. Um, so you have an idea of what, what type of area they work in. And the financial industry just is not set up that way. And it is incredibly confusing because, you know, you could have 10 different financial professionals all call themselves quote unquote financial advisor. And what they do on a daily basis and what services they provide to their clients can be completely different. And so that would be the place I would start is stop and think exactly what type of help are you looking for? And then that's where you lead into those discussions with those advisors or their firms as far as figuring out what their specialty is, what their services are. Certainly their website would help you um, narrow that down, but you probably want to ask them a few questions and make sure that they're working in that area that you need. And of course, that's one of those things we always talk about the difference between someone who's growing your money when you're young with that long-term in mind versus now when you are at retirement or close to it and you have now that shorter time frame. And of course, that is the area we've decided to focus in and specialize in. And and we want to help you make sure you've got retirement insight and make sure that that is an area that you're looking at all the different possibilities to make sure you're making the most out of it. So that's why we're here. Um, You know, let us and our team at Preservation Specialists help you keep an eye on your retirement and help you ensure your financial health. When you give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE right now, we'll schedule a time for you to talk with us. And that can be a 15-minute phone review just to get have an opportunity to meet us. And so we can kind of find out what's on your mind, what your questions are, get your questions answered. That number, once again, is 803-9-RETIRE. Pat, what kind of questions should we be asking if we are trying to to find the right fit with someone to help us with our our money in retirement? We're looking for a money boy like you, Pat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hope someone asks me that question someday. I would start with really trying to drill down and find out what their services and their expertise is. Uh, One thing that sometimes people are surprised I say this, but ask them about their philosophy. Financial professionals all have different opinions and beliefs, and you really want to know what that is because the last thing you'd want to do is hire someone that has a completely different opinion uh, about finances than you have. Um, And I have, you know, we have my book, Save Your Retirement, that we uh, send out when someone schedules a meeting with us. And... Some people, you know, don't have an opportunity to look at it, but some people get it and they're excited and they read it. And uh, of course, if they read my book, which talks about our philosophy, that gives them an idea where we stand. And of course, if they disagree with everything in there, then we probably aren't the best fit for them. Um, And then the -hmm. the last one that I would say is we always encourage everyone to ask uh, someone how they get paid, because that's another area in the world of finance that's just very unclear and murky. And I don't think anyone should ever think that 
that someone is working for free. So you should never feel embarrassed or uncomfortable asking that question. You're not imposing on someone, but just saying, hey, I, I understand you have to be compensated somehow. I'd just like to understand what that is and find out if that is a way, you know, the way they work is a way that fits for you. 803-973-8473 is how you can reach Pat Struby with Preservation Specialists. That's 803-973-8473. He's here with me today talking about keeping an eye on your financial health, just like you do your physical health. And you don't want a drop in the market or some of the volatility like we have seen this year to cause your blood pressure to spike. That's why it's important to understand just how much of your retirement savings is at risk. And Pat, I imagine there are a lot of people who would like to learn a little bit more about how to stress test their portfolio so you can see the impact of continued volatility or if things get even worse. Is there a way to do that? Yeah, absolutely, Jen. And we think this is so valuable. I mean, really, when you're thinking about long-term planning, which, of course, retirement planning is, even if you are retiring today, you know, we're still hoping that you have a long retirement ahead of you. So that's long-term planning. And the, you know, this very simple idea that I think we all would agree, we want to hope for the best, but we need to plan for the worst. So a stress test is how we plan for the worst. And this can be done in any area of your plan. If we run a scenario for you and it looks like everything is going to be super great, well, then we can test it against things. We can test it against higher tax rates later on. We can test it against higher inflation. We can test it against higher than normal healthcare costs and things like that. And so what, what you're referring to, Jen, is stress testing your portfolio. And all we have to do is just run scenarios and say, well, what happened if 2008 happened again? And let's look at the assets that you have. And we can see what would happen and see if your portfolio is set up with the amount of risk or safety that you were intending to. It really ultimately, Jen, is just a tremendous way to create peace of mind because once you've stress tested your portfolio and your plan, that should make you feel very comfortable to know that you should be in good shape uh, regardless of what the future brings. Pat, what if you're the type of person who just can't handle some of those ups and downs with the market? Does it ever make sense to just get everything out of those market-based investments? Well, this is where we always talk about, Jen, when you're building your plan, that's why we call ours a custom-built retirement plan, because everyone is so different. And now we call our company preservation specialists. So we probably don't have the the craziest risk takers that you know <laughs> come in to talk to us because most of our clients like the idea of preserving. But even all of our clients are different. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it may make sense not to be in the market. It depends on your goals. It depends on your comfort level. We have some clients that have chosen not to be in the market at all. We have some that are heavier in the market than others. And uh, we have a lot that say, let's take this small portion and put it in the market because I know I won't need it for a long period of time. That could be you know, 10, 15, 20 years even, you know, if we have enough assets in other places. So uh, making sure that you have the amount that is comfortable for you is really a big part of creating a, a good custom-built investment plan. So when should you think about getting a second opinion on that investment plan, on your investment strategy? Well, one of the best pieces of advice I got early in my career, Jen, is that we should trust our gut. And I have found that so many of our clients are very unsure and very scared of financial decisions, but I've actually found that their gut feeling is often right on the money. And so if you have an account or if your entire portfolio is making you uncomfortable, then that probably means it's time for a second opinion. So start thinking about what is it doing? Is it doing what you expected it to do? If you are working with an advisor or if you kind of went online and, and did an exam and it said you're moderately conservative or moderately aggressive or something like that, and then when the market goes up or when the market falls, did it actually do what you expected it to do? And then, of course, the other one that we just touched on, are you going into a different stage of your investing life? You know, have you been in the growth phase and now you're kind of maybe in your 50s or early 60s and thinking, oh, wow, maybe I'm kind of more in that thought process of how am I going to actually turn this into retirement income? Those are the types of things I would be thinking about. And if any of those kind of click as you're looking at it, that's a perfect time to get a second opinion. And the thing about retirement is, um, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And that's why it's so important to have someone who's on your side because re retirement's too important not to get right the first time. That's why we're offering today just a 15-minute 
phone call at absolutely no cost and no obligation. It gives you an opportunity to have a few minutes with one of our retirement planners and talk about what's on your mind. You know, ask those couple of critical questions that you're thinking about right now. To get started, just call us at 803-9-RETIRE. Again, there's absolutely no cost and no obligation to have a conversation with one of our retirement planners. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10. Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. It's a companion to his first book, Save Your Retirement. Order yours right now at Amazon.com. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. Pat, we've seen a lot, a lot, a lot of government spending with the things that have happened with this pandemic. And it's it's not meant to be a political statement, but the truth is there's been a lot of stimulus packages. I imagine that there could be additional government spending yet to come. But Pat, we have to think about what that could potentially do to us down the road. We can't lose sight of the fact that once we get through all this stuff with volatility and all this pandemic stuff, we can get walloped by taxes. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Jen. Uh, we actually were fortunate. Um, well, going a, a step further back, um, you know, we go to uh, a number of conferences each year. And, you know, sometimes people ask me why I do that. I just have, I do have a thirst for knowledge. I love learning. I love seeing what's working, what's new. And that can be with investments. So it can be financial planning. But not only do you learn from the uh, meetings themselves, but you really get an opportunity to build friendships with other financial planners around the country and um, learn from them. And it was actually over dinner one night, and I was talking with a friend of mine on the other, the other side of the, the country, and he was talking about this book called The Power of Zero. And it all talks about these tax issues that we have right now. I read the book. I loved it. Um, we were able, fortunate to have the author, David McKnight, come speak to our clients. And it's fascinating because what he talked about is we have this massive debt as a country. We also have um, the some of the lowest tax rates that we've had in a long, long time. And of course, to your point, Jen, all we've done uh, recently is just as a country decide to spend way more money or print way more money. Either way, <laughs> in the long run, that's a problem because someone has to pay for it, right? So uh, I think we all know that tax rates are going up someday. The Trump tax code is set to expire the end of 2025. So we've got a set number of years here where we think the time is now to look at this. And um, the closer to retirement you are, or if you're already in retirement, it's a powerful time to be looking at this. And Jen, I can tell you, um, since that meeting, we've had some focused tax planning that we've been doing on Zoom calls with our clients. And it is remarkable to me we are looking at retirement plans that we had already built that looked really strong. And just by doing some proactive tax planning now and trying to find ways to shift money towards something that's going to grow tax-free going forward um, can have a remarkable benefit where they could have more income through their retirement. Um, they could have more money uh, to spend on travel and you know extra spending down the road. They could have more they leave to their family or their church or their charity. It is so exciting to do this. And so I just want to convey that this tax situation, this tax topic is really important and the timing is absolutely right right now. Well, and I'm glad you pointed out that there were some plans that had been put together that seemed solid that you needed to look at again, given everything that's happened. I actually saw David McKnight posted something on Facebook uh, not too long ago about the amount of government debt and what we added on in the course of just a couple of months is what would typically take about a year. So that's really um, taken off here. And of course, we could see some more coming forward. And I think it's important to point out, Pat, um, as you said, you had people who had already done some planning and they, they made some changes. This is a good opportunity to go ahead and do something as it relates to some of those tax strategies, some of the places where you have your money, 
don't put it off until next year or after all of this stuff blows over. There are opportunities to do something about it right now. That's right. And this is one of those things that, um, Jen, uh, and I hope I don't sound like too much of a financial or money dork right now, but (laughs) it's one of those things where we all know, you know, if you make, if you average 7% 7% a year in your money instead of 3% a year, well, you're doing much better. But what we don't understand, and our, our human mind just doesn't comprehend this, but if you make smart tax planning moves, that could have an even greater effect over time. And it's it's just exciting for us. And so one quick example I'll share um, that David McKnight talks about is we always talk about, of course, divvying up your money and not having all your eggs in one basket as far as investments. And that's absolutely true. Well, we also want to do that for tax planning. And in very simple terms, we talk about there being three different ways your money can be taxed. So anything that you've accumulated in your nest egg, Um, There's three ways it can be set up. It can be taxable. So that just means money you have in the bank. You know, you get a a 1099 for that little piddly interest they pay you. Uh, If you have money in a mutual fund or a brokerage account and you get a 1099, then that's a taxable account. And then you have a tax deferred account. And that's where uh, most of us have been told to save for retirement, 401k and traditional IRAs and things like that. And there's great advantage to those accounts. But the problem is when you retire, it's all going to be taxable. And we find our clients, so many of our clients are baby boomers or somewhere near there. And that is the generation where that's the bill of goods that they were sold. They said, everyone said, hey, just defer all your taxes because when you're retired, tax rates will be a lot lower. Well, guess what? That's not always the case. And of course, if rates are going up soon, that's an even bigger worry. And we have a lot of clients that are worried about that. And then the third area then is tax-free. So what, what options are there where your money can grow tax-free? You can draw money out tax-free later in retirement. That's what's exciting is trying to find ways to be strategic about where your money is right now and how do we take it from where it is right now and just shift it more towards that tax-free over the long haul. And Jen, obviously we're projecting over a long period of time for a lot of our clients and, and we can't certainly guarantee any of this, but when we run scenarios, we can see situations where a family can benefit by tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars just by being smart about how they're protecting themselves and shifting and um, being thoughtful about how they pay taxes. So uh, if you haven't done any planning like that, if you haven't thought about that, if you have money in 401k and IRA and you're, you have any concern whatsoever about future tax rates, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We'll offer you our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. One of those five areas is tax planning. So we can help you evaluate where you stand with your taxes right now. And of course, most importantly, give you some ideas of how to improve that situation for the future. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that number again is 803-9-RETIRE. Pat Struby is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside that number again, 803-9-RETIRE. Pat, we're living longer than ever before. Retirements today can last 20, 30, 40 years sometimes. We were just talking about taxes. That's a, a lot of years of paying taxes, of course. But how else has longevity changed our need for long-term retirement planning? Well, it's it's one of the boring things that we have to preach, Jen, which is when you're when you're planning for retirement, you just have to play the long game. You don't have a choice. And I did a lot of research for my first book and you know, the idea of retirement really didn't exist uh, until it was the uh, I believe it was the 1860s or 1870s and Germany actually created the first kind of concept like social security uh, and social security was the next biggest uh, that that came out I believe in the 1930s both of those the age um, that was set for the payouts to start was slightly later than life expectancy at that time mm-hmm. well of course uh, we, we are living much longer, uh, but yet no one wants to work much longer too, right? So if you go from having you know Social Security starting at 65 and people living into their mid-60s to now we have it's regular for people to live in their 90s, but they want to retire at 60, that's a huge time frame that we have to cover. And of course, the number one thing that anyone retiring wants to make sure is, I want to make sure I don't ever run out of money. And Pat, talk a little bit about how we just make sure that that income will keep coming in. We could live a long time in retirement, but no matter how long our retirement is, really, we have to make sure that we have income. That's right. And so we just always talk about um, as many things that we do uh, that we think provide a lot of value to our clients. Rule number one is we got to have a written retirement income plan. 
And that is going to help us lay out where that income is going to come from. And Jen, I, I have people all the time that say very intelligent people that are very successful and they come in and they might be six years or six months from retirement in anywhere before or after that. And they say, I know I'm supposed to save for retirement. I know we are, but I don't really know how to turn that into income. And so this is your answer. You get to actually see it laid out for you. So that's going to show you, you know, what are the options and the optimal approaches to all those social security benefits that you've been paying taxes for for years? Do you have access to any type of pension or state retirement? If so, uh, let's make sure we're claiming that in the best way possible for you. And then, of course, you've been working your whole life to build a nest egg. And so now we have to figure out how do we go from that first phase of just trying to build that nest egg to now preparing it and transitioning it to make sure we preserve it as much as possible and squeeze as much income out of it to help support all those retirement goals that you have. Pat, what about life insurance as a retirement planning tool? Is that something to think about also as we're looking at these long-term plans and trying to make sure that we've got everything squared away? Yeah, life insurance is a really interesting one, Jen, because it's maybe one of the most unique kind of financial tools out there in the sense that it can do a lot of different things. So it depends on your needs, as a, and this may be the most individualized topic of all. Um, so for example, the, the basic idea of life insurance is to create a death benefit if someone passes away. For most people, that need is greatest when you're younger because you have less assets. You may have the most debt, because especially you think about when you get your first mortgage, you may have little kids that you need to protect as well. So there's all these reasons to have more life insurance when you're younger. As you get older, the need hopefully goes down. Hopefully you start accumulating some assets. Hopefully your mortgage balance is going down. And then of course, if you had young kids as they grow up or leave the house, you, you don't have those little kids to protect. Well, some people, by the time they've reached close to retirement or retirement, they really don't need the life insurance anymore, right? So that's one of the things we wanna look at. But the other thing that I wanna mention is life insurance does fit into a unique area of the tax code and there are some tax advantages to it. So life insurance can be used as a death benefit. It also can, if it's structured properly, create income that can have tax advantages. And then over the last, I would say half a dozen years, um, life insurance companies have created some unique options where you can access uh, life insurance policies if you have long-term care needs. And um, that's an area that we look at with a lot of clients, Jen, because um, most people come to us and do not have long-term care insurance because long-term care insurance is so incredibly expensive. And we've been seeing over the last decade that those rates are going up and they're going up and they're going up. And so the, you know, the, the average family looks at that and says, how can I even afford to not only pay that, but to risk it, you know, cause if you pay into it for years and years, then you end up giving it up. You've got nothing to show for it. So that's the, the reason we always want to make sure we're doing an insurance review when we're re reviewing your retirement picture. And we definitely encourage you to make sure you're working with someone who's comprehensive to make sure they're looking at all of those types of areas. So if you want to have an opportunity to talk with a planner about those types of ideas, we offer that at no cost and no obligation. Call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you don't want to sit down for a full hour with a retirement planner, we'll also offer a 15-minute phone call, again, at no obligation. Just call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, pick up the phone now and call 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury. Most people on Medicare have never heard of an Advanced Beneficiary Notice, or ABN. An ABN is a form that doctors and hospitals use if they believe a service being provided may not be covered or considered medically necessary by Medicare. ABNs are important and must be given to you prior to any service or item that may not be paid. If you didn't sign an ABN, then the provider cannot bill you for the service or item if denied by Medicare. ABNs protect you as they give you the opportunity to accept or refuse a specific item or service before they're given. They also protect you from surprise billing if Medicare denies payment. Keep in mind that ABNs do not apply for services that are specifically excluded from Medicare coverage, for example, a routine eye exam for eyeglasses. ABNs only apply you if you have original Medicare Parts A and B. If you have a supplement plan, then you have Medicare Parts A and B. However, if you have an Advantage plan, while you're still paying for Part B of Medicare, you have transferred your coverage to an insurance company, and ABNs don't apply. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation.
You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. Call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and Pat gets questions each and every week about all things retirement. And this is one of my favorite segments in this show is when we take some time to open up our mailbag and go through some of those questions and get some answers from Pat. We know you get questions about all sorts of things retirement-related. So, Pat, we have a great collection of them here. So uh, let's dive in. What do you say? Yeah, it sounds great. All right. First up, our first question is from Vince in Lexington who wants to know about Social Security in the future. He says, if I listen to the news, I'm not sure if I should count on this for my retirement or not. So, gosh, that's a big question. <laughs> it is a big question, and and uh, Jen, I, I would say uh, I apologize to all the other questions because I could just talk for hours on this subject. So, uh, <laughs> well, the clock is ticking. You can't. yes, here we go. Okay, so Vince, thank you for the question. If we were sitting here talking, my first question back would be, "How old are you?" Because I think that's right. very relevant to you know what Social Security is going to be now. I don't have any reason to believe Social Security is going to disappear or be worthless by any means. Uh, most projections show that there's going to be problems somewhere in the next 10 or 20 years with funding all of the promises, but that's based on current rules. And of course, the laws can change. You know, how they fund Social Security can change. There's so many different levers that can be applied. The one thing I will say is Social Security is an important promise from the government. Obviously, it's a promise that they provide us based on us paying our taxes into it. Um, the one thing that bothers me is there's often discussion of a $2 trillion um, trust fund of Social Security. You know, if you close your eyes and imagine like the big bank vault, right? And you said that's the Social Security trust fund. If, if someone had the code and they opened it up, there wouldn't be a big pile of cash there. There'd be a little piece of paper oh. that says IOU oh, no. from, from the federal government because they've spent the $2 trillion. It's gone. Now, I used to worry about that, um, but with our government and with our politicians, the way they spend right now, they'll just come up with $2 trillion from somewhere. So I guess it's not that big of a deal, right? But um, the reality is Social Security is a massive financial problem for our country because the math doesn't work uh, because it's essentially like a pyramid scheme and we don't have enough people to continue funding because the and the the start of that challenge is the baby boom generation is just so enormous so we have all these people coming into retirement right now we don't have more people funding the taxes so uh, so that's a problem and so the government's gonna have to figure out what to do about that now right now Depending on your income, you can have none of your Social Security taxed, or it can be up to 85% of it can be taxed. Uh, so I think uh, that's an example of somewhere where, where the politicians would probably go quickly and say, well, if someone you know is a wealthy person or has a lot of money in their IRA or whatever rules they decide to make up, we should be able to tax the whole amount of your Social Security. So you're still getting the same amount every month. You're just you're just keeping less of it, if that makes sense. Um, so that's one of the things that we think would happen. And then certainly, if you are of retirement age or receiving Social Security right now, I don't think anyone thinks those benefits are going to be cut dramatically. But as you get younger and younger, um, I'm 47. Um, do I think Social Security will be exactly like it is now when I get there? No, I don't think so. Um, and for my kids, I certainly don't think so. Um, so that depends on if you're doing your own planning or you're working with your planner. One of the things we do, Jen, is if someone is still quite a bit of ways away from retirement, we do ask them, do you want us to put a reduction on your social security just mm -hmm. so that we're not over assuming? So I think those are, it's a really, really good question. It's a complicated topic. And uh, hopefully there's some good food for thought there. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, when I go through and I do my little calculator, I have completely factored out Social Security as an income source. I, I just say, don't think about it. If it's there, that's fantastic. But yeah, I've kind of... I've kind of checked out myself. <laughs> well, and that's, I mean, that's awesome because there probably will be something. So then it's just gravy for you. Right. You know what Which I mean? That's what uh, I'm for. I love gravy. As a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, if you were assuming there'd be $3,000 a month and then you end up getting $1,000 a month, that's a huge, huge hole in your retirement as opposed to assuming nothing and getting $1,000 a month and saying, hey, cool, we got something. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So I got my second opinion from you and now I feel better. So <laughs> I great. love it. 
Great. <laughs> All right. So let's move on next to Roy in Columbia, who has a question about his pension plan. He was reviewing it and looks like the option he chose as a new employee might not provide much for his wife if he dies first. So now Roy's, uh, he doesn't say he's panicking, but I feel like maybe he <laughs> is because he says, is there anything I can do to make this right? Or is there anything I can set up so she can still have an income if he dies first? Okay. So now it sounds like Roy is retired now. So obviously that means there's nothing we could do to go back to the employer because uh, that, that is typically yes. a an irrevocable choice. So one of the things I love about the, uh, Roy asking this question is it brings to mind what is involved in actually making sure your income is set up properly in retirement because it sounds simple. It sounds like, well, I just need enough money to enjoy my retirement. That's, so it's like one thing, right? But uh, we actually look at it as four different steps. So the first thing is your income needs to be steady and reliable, which sounds like a, well, duh, Pat. But um, you know, a lot of people think they're going to take their income off of a stock market portfolio in retirement. And that's a problem because we can't predict if that's going to be stable or reliable. So that's right. number one. Number two is we have to account for inflation because things are going to get more expensive. Number three is we have to make sure your income lasts as long as you do. And then the fourth one brings to Roy's point, we need to make sure if you're married, if one of the spouses passes away, the surviving spouse is going to be okay. So first, thank you, Roy, for the question. It's an important topic. Secondly, um, good for you for being a good steward for your family, um, because typically when we're working with couples, they do want to uh, protect each other, and that's really, really important. Now, how do we do that? Well, that's where you would, in an, in an ideal scenario, you'd be working with a comprehensive planner like us, and we're going to look at all of, you know, what type of spending are you doing in retirement, and what are all the resources that you have? And then there are ways to help protect her. So one thing you can do is, are you still carrying any life insurance? Um, if you're carrying life insurance, um, generally speaking, that's going to be paid out to her tax-free if you pass away. And then you can generate a nice income off of that lump sum of money. That's one option. Another option is looking at annuities. Uh, if you have a nest egg, setting up a portion of your nest egg in an annuity that can turn on income when you pass away that's guaranteed for her life is a tremendous opportunity. We have a number of clients that either don't have that spousal protection on their pension or maybe they don't even have a pension. And what they end up doing is they end up taking a chunk of their nest egg, like their 401k or something, and they end up putting it into an annuity. And that annuity just defers with the thought process that the longer that um, the spouse remains living, then the higher that income is going to be for the surviving spouse. So there's a couple. Of, those are a couple of ways that we would probably tackle that initially. And there's others, of course. Um, but I, I think uh, one another example would be if you have a mortgage on your house, um, are there strategies we could use to try and pay that off? Because that's one less thing that your surviving spouse would have to worry about. So there's a lot of different ways to get to it. But hopefully, Jen, that makes sense. There's a, there's a few kind of primary uh, targets that we would look at in that scenario. All right. Appreciate the, the response there. And again, Roy, uh, thank you for the question. Um, Diana and Chapin writes that she found a box of statements when cleaning out the closet and realizes she has no idea how much money is in their different accounts. She manages the checking account because she pays the bills. She buys the groceries, those types of things. But she doesn't know what else uh, is going on with their financial picture and what else her husband is managing. So she's wondering... What should she do? And I have to say, Pat, I relate with Diana. This, mm -hmm. this is me. I take care of the bills. I manage the checking account. Uh, but I do not have my hands in the other assets that we have. Yeah, this is so incredibly common, Jen. I, I will say, uh, and hopefully you feel good about this, Jen. Um, I find a lot of times people have a lot of guilt about this. Like they feel like you know, uh, let's use this example. The husband, um, you know, maybe made to feel like he's hiding information from his wife mm -hmm. and the wife feels guilty because she's not pushing to get more information. Right. And the first thing I would say is this isn't ideal to not have any idea what's going on, of course. Right, <laughs> but right. uh, however, um, I will also say, like, I really believe this is part of, you know, God's plan is is not for us to, to marry our you know, someone who's our identical copy, right? Uh, mm -hmm. we, we drive each other crazy, uh, maybe even more so than we do now. Uh, what we do is we find each other that are opposites. Opposites truly attract. And uh, that means we have different skills. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with one person being the primary on in certain areas of our lives. So right. that part I think is fine. Now, 
how do we improve the situation? Well, um, I actually, at my church uh, a number of years ago, I was kind of the host for a, a Dave Ramsey uh, financial peace class. And of course, the financial items he went through, I already knew everything there. But what I found most fascinating was he talked about if you are married, um, how you talk about money with your spouse. And really, it's as simple as having some kind of summary and an agreement that we're going to talk about this occasionally, hmm. once a month, once a quarter, once a year, something to say, hey, here's where we stand with this. And it really, it doesn't have to be that complicated, but what it can do is it can allow both of you to just have a better idea of what's going on. And I think it's a really cool, simple way to make everyone feel more comfortable with where you stand. Yeah, that, that's such a great idea. And I think you're right, Pat. It doesn't always come from an area of he's trying to keep you out of it. Like in, mm. in our family, it's dividing and conquering, right? Yes. It, it's too yes. much for one of us to deal with with all of it. So I have my tasks and he has his, but we can't totally check out. We, we both still need to know if something were to happen to me, he needs to know right. what's due when. And I, and if something happens to him, I need to know how to access some of this, these other accounts. So it, it's not necessarily somebody keeping something from you. Right. Sometimes it's a function of how your marriage just works. You divide and conquer. Well, and divide and conquer is a great term to use because imagine if you both were trying to be fully involved in all of those things oh and in everything else in your lives. Not only would you drive each other crazy, but you wouldn't have time to sleep. You yeah. know what I mean? Because there's just too much to do. So, I'm, I'm getting a migraine just thinking about it. So let's, <laughs> let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Last one here real quickly. Uh, Nancy and Forest Acres discussing the future. She's worried about needing some type of care later on and does not want the kids to be stuck making all those decisions, how can they learn more about the options so they can start planning now? And that's a, a good one right there. Start planning now. Yeah, you're right, Jen. You answered it for me. So, yeah, it's one of those things where this is everyone always loves to talk about making money and investing and all that kind of stuff. No one ever wants to talk about what if I get sick or what if I pass away. So the reality is a lot of us get sick at some point in our lives. We just need a plan for it. And by the way, there's not a, you know, there's not a simple button we press with a simple solution. I can't tell you everyone should do this one thing because there is no one thing. There's a lot of different choices. That's why we have decided to to create our business as a comprehensive planning company because the different care uh, solutions are one of the five areas in a comprehensive retirement plan. And that's why that's part of the planning that we do. So uh, if you're not sure if you have a plan together or if you're not sure what would happen and you're concerned about that, it's a great reason to call us and get started with your five-step retirement review. You can start now by calling 803-9-RETIRE. We offer that at no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Remember that number, 803-9-RETIRE. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. I'm Jen Rizak. We're so glad you spent some time with us here today. We hope you have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.